society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the author of, of several books. She is the subject of two documentaries. You'll soon be able to see them on television. Uh, but right now, if you go to melissaiteljuren.com, you could uh, watch both of them there. But we'll, we'll let you know. Be able to see them on, uh, on the Roku channel, maybe uh, Amazon, uh, a bunch of, bunch of different avenues. Uh, to see them for those who don't like watching on computers or, or whatever. Uh, Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Go to MelissaIteldJoran.com, and uh, I should add radio show host. Uh, Frank McKay here. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? You're back from uh, the uh, you know ground zero in, in uh, you know Eastern Europe. Yeah, I'm back, and I'm I'm happy to be back. And yeah, we uh, last time we spoke, I think I was in the Ukraine, right? The last time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually mm-hmm. on the ground there. Um, I, I kept going in and out, you know, in and out of the borders, and mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, once I figured out that you could do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, keep in mind, like if it, let's say, for example, uh, you know, I, you're going in and out of New York into Pennsylvania, like if you're upstate, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. there's there's places that you can do that where it doesn't say welcome to Pennsylvania. You know, it just you and, and all of a sudden, wait, what am I doing in Pennsylvania? That type of thing. And when you figure out that I, I'll just give you one quick example that uh, I don't know what, uh, how you pronounce it, but it's it's the word for new. It's uh, uh-huh. N-O-W-E, like Nua uh, or Nuva, Nuva uh, Sadi. And that's a little tiny, that's a, I, mm-hmm. I may have mentioned this last time, but it's a little tiny border town uh, mm-hmm. in Poland. And, and the guy oh. who lived there pointed out, yeah. he said, those houses over there, Poland. Those houses over there, uh-huh. you know, the Ukraine. Right. It's like here, you know, um, the, you know, you have the the border between two counties. Okay, across the street, that's you know Suffolk County. <laughs> that's the beginning of Suffolk, and there, for the other side, that's the end of Nassau County. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's that's basically what it is. Speaking of Nassau and Suffolk County, two two of the bigger counties in New York State, uh, is there any chance that our next governor is going to be an old governor that we had? Um, well, if he has his way, maybe. Andrew Cuomo has been making the airwaves, um, making these impassioned speeches about how people make mistakes. And he may have made mistakes, but he always did the right thing for New York State. He always put New York State first. And and I think uh, if the recent polls showed uh, anything, if there are any indication with his four points behind Governor Cuomo, I don't think that should deter him from trying again to capture his his seat in in albany yeah well he he'd have to be doing it now just so people understand the process right at the convention yeah. i'm sure kathy mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what happened at the democratic convention oh I, it was hokel and nobody mm-hmm. else got 25 percent and the significance yeah. of 25 percent is you don't need to do a petition process you automatically are on the ballot uh mm-hmm. at, at least for the primary uh process and others could challenge you by gathering um, whatever, whatever it is, uh, you know, uh, you know, twenty thousand signatures or or whatever from people in your party. That's how Andrew Cuomo would have to be going on. So we're going to know soon. April seventh is the deadline 
for petitions, all petitions in. So if uh, if Andrew Cuomo is running, we will know by April 7th, midnight, that he filed mm-hmm. the petition. I see. Okay. Well, I think it's weighing heavily on his mind, and I, I, I don't see him um, hesitating. I think he feels that he has to be vindicated, that this is his right, his, his, his seat, his, his, his executive mansion, his, his place in Albany was denied him. It was stolen from him by the, you know, the devious uh, machinations of, of Letitia James and the other progressives. Right, and maybe he's and he. Yeah, he wants, and he's 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 he wants blood. I mean, you could tell he'd love to have her head on a on a platter or something. <laughs> you know what's amazing is, um, is he as he's talking there, he already knows mm-hmm. whether he's doing this or not because there has to be a petition. You know, we're we're in late March as we speak, mm-hmm. and whenever people right. are listening to this, this mm-hmm. is uh, what, what are we are we March twenty first? We're March twenty first, which incidentally is the first day of spring. No, okay. oh wow. Wow, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's so fast, that's for sure. Yeah. He has to have his petitions in. He has to have all of those signatures. I know when you have money, you just throw money at it and you have people. But but it's a very hard secret to keep. If he's doing this, he's in the process. He's already qualified or he's close to being qualified. He's not coming in at the last you know, week or whatever. He's going to have double the amount of signatures that he needs so there's no challenges or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he already knows in his mind whether he's running. What has he said when people said, are you running? Um, he, he didn't exactly come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. No, he didn't come out and say that. He, he's leaving subtle clues. You have to read between the lines and you have, you know, you have to look at his actions because I think and, – and also the, the, the manner of speech, you know, the things he's been saying, those are quite telling. And, and everybody's been saying, look, he's, he's waited his time. He feels that he, now is the time to, to, get, to go in. And with four percentage points behind Hochul, what better time is it? Is there a better time? No, I think not. I think that um, even though it, it may seem as though he, he'll have an uphill battle to try to explain these uh, allegations of, uh, of uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace, um, he probably feels that he's confident enough to let his record stand uh, for it, speak for itself. Um, and, if, and, and many people said, you know, he shouldn't even be this, – this was probably all, all rigged all along. This was a trumped-up thing. And if you really wanted to get him on something, get him on the nursing home situation. Get him on the nursing home desk at the height of COVID. Which is something that was real, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm not saying the other things weren't real, but, I mean, this, uh, there's no doubt that, uh, that they were there. Uh, the, the question, though, is um, – you know, he's got $17 million or more, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, in his, yes, he has a lot. He has a, 17 million reasons to believe he can make mincemeat out of out of Hochul. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she I don't know what she's got. She's got good money, right? But uh, she doesn't have um, close to that. No, but she, yeah, she's got good money. I don't know the exact figure. And, by the way, I don't think the Republican challengers, uh, you know, the Lily Zeldins of the world, and I know he's – I'm not saying anything against him. I, you know, I think he's an honorable man. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not – we haven't had a Republican governor since George Pataki, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And I think it's, it would be an uphill battle. And even, if, even with um, uh, Rob Astorino trying to, you know, trying to gain, you know, favor with everyone and, and then uh, Giuliani's own son, Andrew, you know, throwing his hat in the ring, it's – I don't think it's – yeah, good luck, exactly. Yeah, and there was, there was somebody else. Oh, uh, Harry Wilson. <laughs> 
Right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. He, he's a late entry, isn't he? Yeah, he's a late entry. I, I know all of those guys. And, uh, mm. um, you know, as, as far as uh, things go, and Lee Zeldin, look, here's here's the issue. Here's the difference between Lee Zeldin and George mm-hmm. Pataki. And, and again, I always uh, preface this by saying I never count Lee Zeldin out. You know, he's he's got seven million dollars. He's determined. He believes, you know, he's a believer and all that. But he's also a right to lifer and he is mm-hmm. a big trumper. And yeah. uh, there are going to be. Uh, people that will say to you, there's no way a right to lifer is getting through anywhere through New York City. Now, he mm-hmm. thinks the inside dope on on all of this stuff is that uh, is that they feel they need to get the number Curtis Slewa got in New York City out of New York City and they could win with that. In other words, 30 percent. If they get 30 percent out of New York City, uh, they feel they could win big. The Republicans feel that they could win big in all the other counties. Uh, the upstate and and uh, Long Island counties, Westchester also, if you call that upstate. But mm-hmm. um, if they get thirty percent in, uh, in New York City, they feel like they could they could do this. Now the difference between Pataki and and Zeldin, as I said, is uh, you know Pataki certainly not a Trumper, right? So the thing is, nobody's going to hold that against him. Um, well, back then there was no Trump, right? But he wasn't he wasn't oh. he didn't have that as uh, if you want to call it baggage. He doesn't have that where moderates are going to uh, uh, curse him on that. And he's not a right-to-lifer. So the thing is, the right-to-lifers figure, okay, well, Pataki's better on the right-to-life issue. He's a Republican, at least. He's better than, you know, um, Carl McCall was, or he's better uh-huh. than, you know, uh, you know, who else did he who else did he run against? I can't even remember. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, wow, isn't that, that – that's something. I can't remember the three people he ran against. Carl McCall was one. Andrew Cuomo oh, yeah. won, but he he bailed out. That was, you know, that was twenty years ago. Was yeah. that twenty years ago? Yeah. 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 Two thousand and two. So twenty mm-hmm. years ago. Exactly, exactly. twenty years ago. Yeah. 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 But anyway, but right. so Pataki is a much more moderate Republican. Mm-hmm. So he could easily get you know, a guy like that could easily get the thirty yeah. percent in New York City. I, Can Lee right. Zeldin get it? So, so that's the big question. I'm not know. saying he can't, but I'm saying right, but that's the question. That's the big question. It's, it's hard. It would be hard. And incidentally, bring, uh, now that you, know, that you mentioned Governor Pataki, there was a movement, I don't know if it's still around, to draft Governor Pataki to run again. Yeah, he showed up at the convention. <laughs> he showed up at the Republican yeah. convention. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, again, I didn't follow it that closely. I've been distracted with everything else. And Right, as, as, as have many people, but more so you, because in your case, you were there. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> uh, crazy. But uh, let me remind folks, Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Melissa Itell Juren is our host each and every week. And uh, go go to MelissaItellJuren.com, check out the documentaries. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, back to, you know, back to that for a second, the Ukrainian situation. I, I don't know. Does that help Republicans, hurt Republicans, or it doesn't play into it at all, the war? Well, it, it, it might hurt Republicans, if you, and, and even Democrats, because both parties have been accused of trying to, rump, to drum up a war. You know, you've heard in the last couple of days since um, Zelensky's um, address to, con- to both houses of Congress, and that was funny. I don't know if any if, if you had a if you saw it at all. Were you, or were you, you were you in the midst? Right. Came, but uh, but I, right. I know what what did he do? He um he he brought up nine well, eleven. He brought up um right, and he, it was Pearl he was right exactly Pearl Harbor nine eleven 
and and he was broadcast, and it looked like an auditorium. It reminded me of one, you know, being in school and having an assembly. <laughs> and Nancy Reagan, Nancy, sorry, Nancy Reagan, Nancy Pelosi was there. And, and her blue in a grave right now. Oh. You mixed the two of them up. Oh my God. Oh boy, I don't know what I don't know what came over me. You know, I don't know what came over me. I'm sorry. Apologies to the Reagans. I'm sorry, Reagan, the Raven, Reagan family. Sorry. Um, no, but, but Nancy Pelosi was there. I thought, and it reminded me of you know, there was always a teacher who was in charge of the assembly, whether it was an or, or an assistant principal, somebody like that, walking around, making sure everybody was seated, wearing the you know the right colors or the uniform or whatever. That's what it reminded me of. And then on this giant screen uh, came the video transmission of, of Zelensky. He was wearing the same what is it, drab olive drab T-shirt or something. That's he hasn't shaven in days. I, yes. Yeah, I, I wonder. You know, some people have wondered whether he shot a yeah. whole bunch of footage uh, at the at the same day in the same clothes and and whatever mm -hmm. he uses it. And you know, like a, a, in case he can't get get out or they can't get the transmissions out, so he maybe right, he right. a whole bunch of footage all at once. Uh, and I don't know. You know that uh, I don't know. That you could say that about this this situation. Yeah, yeah I wonder. It, yeah, he always is in the same clothes. He is, and of course, you know, he they have to keep. They have to keep the lid on where he is because his, his if his location slips out, he you know his life could be in danger. Yeah, well, no doubt. But they're going to try to kill him. You know the the Russians Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's right, and and so they have to be very careful uh, of 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 how they how they allow the transmission to come through. They don't want anything to, you know, the Russians get you know wind of exactly where his coordinates are. But yeah, so he looks like he looks like one of these. I don't know. He's, he's a cross between uh, Mark Zuckerberg and one of these influencers on TikTok. <laughs> he was a reality show star, right? Was it? No, no yeah. Reality, he, regular. he was a comedian. And he, he was a real comedian. I never, I, I haven't, I really haven't looked at any past clips of his career in show business on YouTube. But um, from what I understood, he, you know, he did all these, you know, wacko things and, and, and he was kind of off the beaten track, you know, kind of off the wall. And he was on. He, I think he won the the the, the I'm sorry, the Ukrainian version of Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Apparently, dancing. Yes, apparently, Dancing with the Stars is in Europe. It's in Britain. We know about that because the show the, the show's creators are from Britain. Uh, I didn't know there was a Ukrainian version, and he won that. And he was. They showed a clip of him in a pink tux, all pink tux. Yes, dancing with somebody with his partner. Russia to, to mock him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and he won. He won that. This was back in 2006. Did he look like he, he won was it? Dancing well, to you, you're you're a dance officiant. Uh, did you think he was dancing well? Well, I guess so. He's got, you know, he's he's pretty talented. Yeah, he, um, he's a talented guy. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, very talented. But getting back to the uh, the auditorium, <laughs> the auditorium program with Nancy Pelosi policing everybody. Um, yes. Yeah. Right, exactly. She's walking around, and yeah, you know, she's she's something else. But um, yeah, I mean, and he and she's trying to talk, you know, say, you know, it, it, it you know, say things in, in Ukrainian. In, oh my uh, in, 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 Yes, um, yes, it is. And 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 she thought, you know, she's trying to be, make a big impression. And every, of course, he got the standing ovation, and 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 they everybody's saying, oh, we got to do this, we got to, you know, and 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 you know, the Republicans too, I think, are guilty of this. Some of them want don't they want a no-fly zone? Yeah. They they don't care. They they say well it's all or nothing. But you know the, the other uh, the other um, side of the coin is well if you have that 
we get into a shooting war with the Russians, who knows? You know, who knows what what will what will happen next? Well, it's World War Three. I mean, if if yeah. the world is is NATO, right? So mm-hmm. the world that's the axe. Uh, those are the Allied powers, and you know that's in in the uh, in, in World War Two terms. The allies are NATO, and uh, mm-hmm. and the Axis powers are are Russia and who are, Belarus and whoever else is behind them, and hopefully China doesn't chime in with that. Uh, oh boy, that. that's another one. Yeah, it's a frightening thought, right? Mm-hmm. And that could. It's happen. very frightening. It could, even though you know some people are of the opinion that well, if you just sit back and use that rationale, then Putin's just going to go. You know, he'll make his way to the border of a NATO country. Maybe he'll go as far as Poland. Then what are you going to do? Say, yeah, okay, here, go ahead. We don't want any nuclear problems. Just, you know, do what you have to do and get out of here. Do you know, after I spoke to you, um, mm-hmm. I was in some place not too far from uh, Lviv, and uh-huh. I, I never got to Lviv. I think that's where the siren was. Remember, I think I told you there was a siren. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Uh, and, and they spun me around, and people were flashing mm-hmm. the lights at me, and then they just right, right. rumors. You know, when mm-hmm. I asked somebody up the road, they they said rumors. It's just rumors, and uh, I didn't say rumors of what because they were kind of running through. But mm-hmm. we found out that I think seven hours and thirteen minutes, or seven hours and twenty-one minutes, something like that, after I was in this one little area, I could show you on a map. Um, mm-hmm. They bombed the hell out of it. Oh my! Yeah. Now where is Lviv again? For those of us who are geographically point. challenged. Yeah, well, me, yeah, <laughs> me too. I mean, I. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm certainly not a uh, geography teacher here, but it, it's not far from the uh, from the Polish border. Where Polish I border. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's so right it's by the pretty. Polish. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's more westerly, and um, and you heard the shelling, or you heard the sirens. Yeah, I didn't and hear the shelling, is, but I heard the sirens. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what do you do in that case? You just jump back into your. What did you have? A jeep? No, I took or a car. I had a regular. Just a car. That I was mm-hmm. uh, screamed at for taking it into the Ukraine. It's illegal to take yeah. it into Ukraine. You know how they stop you from doing it? No, how? They give you copies of the uh, of the registration, copies of the insurance, copies. So they're, they're blatantly copied. So mm-hmm. in order to go into another country, you have to have the original. You can't take a car oh. into the original. Uh, I mean, uh, no. unless you have the original. The way mm-hmm. I got around it is I didn't go mm-hmm. through the border crossings. So the oh, thing is, wow. I had these uh, cars, and and apparently, I mean, one guy went crazy on me. I mean, crazy. He brought a cop over when I, and he called it in, and he said, if I don't return the car, that it was a, uh, he's going to re- report it stolen, and I, I'm oh, boy. in a legal situation. So I had to bring it back two two days earlier, and it's it's hard mm-hmm. to get a car. And he mm-hmm. was uh, he was screaming at me, and you know they kind of you know well I I should I'm not making fun because I can't speak a word of of Polish in this particular case or, uh, mm-hmm. or Romanian in, uh, in another case. And I shouldn't be too specific because maybe some mean listener might call up uh, the, the rental company if I say who it was and, and say, <laughs> hey, he's admitted, listen, <laughs> listen to what's going on. But uh, anyway, he was saying, uh, do, you, do you think I'm just some lucky guessing person? Do you think I'm just some lucky guessing person? <laughs> you know, I know facts, facts, I got coordinates. You know where you are. He said, "Now it will be better for all of us, all three of us. It'll be better for us if you just admit now that you took my car, and this is in heavy broken English, my car mm-hmm. into into warring country. Just admit right now that it will be better for us." I, and, and I said, "No, I don't admit. I do not admit that. No." 
And mm-hmm. he's like, you, I know, I'm not a lucky guessing person. In other words, he's not a lucky guesser. You know, like he, he has the, oh, okay. you know, okay. he's not a lucky guessing person. But anyway, um, and the, the police officer was very nice. He was, I think he was appreciative mm-hmm. that I was there. And, and so yeah. I said to him at one point, I said, look, you gave me half a tank of gas. There's a full tank of gas. Uh, you can, he was like, are you kidding? Uh, what good is a full tank of gas if my car is blown up in war? And, and I, I said, there's not a mark on your car. And he says, well, it will be better for all of us. It will be better for all of us if you just admit right now, admit right now that you took my car into the Ukraine. And I said, no. He said, will you admit? And I said, no, no, mm-hmm. no, I will not admit. Mm-hmm. So the thing is mm-hmm. like, uh, I, you know, and think about that. You know, he he's talking about the three of us, and it would be better for all of us, or it would be better for everyone um, mm-hmm. if I just admit it. I, I could see if he said, you know, it would be better for most of us or a couple yeah. of us mm-hmm. here, but I don't right. see how possibly it could have been good for me to admit that I took his yeah, car yeah. to a foreign country. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not yeah, saying not here a... that I did take that particular mm-hmm. car. I'm not saying I didn't, but I'm not saying I did. But, I, you know, the way around is, is what I just – you know, we're saying and 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 nouveau sadi, uh, that means new garden, by the way. And I just use oh, that as, okay. Yeah, I use mm-hmm. that as an example uh, because mm-hmm. you there's no there's no border guard. Nobody's blocking you from coming in to the Ukraine. If anything, right, they're, right. they're questioning you coming out if you're a man. I see. So there's a sign that says, um, you know, whatever, how many meters Ukraine that way, Poland that way. Yeah, well, <laughs> Is I that how it works? Yeah, I didn't see it. But, uh, you know, in Napa, but it was in the middle of the night. I was supposed to do Hannity's TV show, and they, right, uh, right. they ended up postponing me, you know, rescheduling or whatever. I don't think he liked my dialogue, uh, actually. Well, uh, you know, he just wanted to hear, you know, Biden's calls in World War Three and Trump. Right, of course, because, because, right, because he is the official high priest of the, tr- of the, yes. of the Trump world. And I wasn't yeah, doing yeah. that. I thought I was giving information. Right. You know, like right, whatever. which is what you wait, right, which is what you know. Any, I think, you know, responsible people would do instead yeah. of you know, by, you know, pandering to the, you know, to the the uh, the, the talk lines. Did, did I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, no, I just was wondering. Just did you have a GPS on no, that car? Cause, just on my car, just on my phone. And the thing oh is, boy, yeah, it, it ran out. It was completely out. Uh, at uh-huh. one point, I had no service. I had no phone call- calls, oh my and my God. wife was freaking out. Did I? Did I oh tell you this God. part? No, this I didn't know. Yeah. I'm, I can imagine she must have been. Uh, she must have been. Uh, I mean, going crazy. Yeah, well, beyond going called. crazy. She she mm-hmm. called, and one time there was dialogue, and she believes it was uh, two Russians speaking. Oh, no. So she didn't know whether they had my phone and they had me, uh-huh. and I was captured or something. Like, but oh, she no. just heard dialogue. A Russian yeah. dialogue, and mm-hmm. uh, and then another time, like a Russian uh, voice would come on. Maybe it was Ukrainian, but she thinks it was Russian. Um, came on and said, uh, uh, and, and said the uh, uh, the the person is out of reach, or you know something like you know some kind of thing like that in in uh, in Russian, and then they said said it in English, uh, mm-hmm. and she was freaking out, and she was just she was ready to call the consulate and all this. At the time, yeah. I think. Because there was a, there was a lot of times where I was just driving. I I spent four or five days uh, in uh, the Ukraine, parts of four or five days, parts of five days, I should say. And mm-hmm. at one point, I was exhausted, and I was in yeah. the middle of. And I think this was coming out of that uh, Nouveau Sadi, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so I just followed it through to, to the Ukraine, and just uh, you know, to see if I was what I was coming up on. And at one point, it was it's pitch black, 
and I'm exhausted, and I thought I was just going to fall asleep at the wheel. I couldn't get anywhere. And I, I and in my mind, I had Hannity. I had Hannity's TV show at three o'clock in the morning there, right? So I had to find some place to get, um, you know, to to get reception. But then I figured I'm not doing myself any favor. Uh, and maybe it was ten o'clock at that point. I pulled over, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep. And uh, and luckily they canceled me, right? Uh, or they uh, they rescheduled me. Um, Hannity or canceled me. Uh, and when I woke up, I don't know if I told you this, but I woke up no. and I thought I was in the yeah. twilight zone. I I, yeah. I, uh, I hear a slap on my uh, the hood of my. Oh car. yes, yes, you did mention this. Yes, yeah. they were ru- so, they were Russian. No, they yeah. no no they weren't Russians. They were Ukraine. Oh, they weren't Russian. Oh, I, I don't uh-huh. think I'd be here if they. We wouldn't be talking right now if they were Russian. I think they would have they would have held me or killed me or something like that. Yeah, but I thought they were Russians. And then I looked in the back. I looked in the rearview mirror. And, and I saw them coming, and I'm saying, my God. And I, I, I'm not ashamed to say I was scared as all hell, right? And, uh, and then a guy, you know, rapped on the window, and he, he was talking to me. And, uh, and I think finally at that point I saw the little flag, you know, or whatever on his, uh, on his uniform. And he, um, uh, you know, he was asking me questions. And I said, does anybody speak English? And he called the guy over, and the guy said, what are you doing here? Why, why are you here? And then I pointed. I had on the dashboard. I had a, a press pass, and around my neck, I had a press pass. And I, I said, you know, I'm reporting. I'm a journalist, and whatever. And I, and he says, yes, but why here? He said, are you? Do you hear something? You, are you? Why are you following following us? Now they had no helmets on, so I also took mm-hmm. that as a good sign that you know that yeah. they weren't going into combat. Right. Or they weren't right. you know mm-hmm. worried about it. So he said, okay. He said, uh, I said, I'm lost. I want to get back to the Polish border. And, and I want to get reception. I have no reception. He said, Polish water. You know, like, in other words, I'm pretty far from the Polish water. And he says, either this road, and he's pointing, like, where a road would be, you know, like, make a, you know, and he said, go that way or go that way. And he's pointed to two different roads. And, and, and ultimately, I just followed that way, and that was the direction to get to the Polish border. And I really knew it was the Polish border because there was activity. You know, like there's no activity in the, uh, Ukraine. There was hardly anything going on, uh, especially in the rural areas that I was. But I told you that. I think I told you last week this story, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Oh my know. God. But yeah, it's, that was a that was a that was my uh, very scary moment. Um, you know, a lot of the you know a lot of the uh, Polish um, soldiers and the Polish uh, uh, cops. Was saying, you know, like, and I got, you know, friendly with a couple of them. One guy said, "Frank, why, why are you going? <laughs> why are you going?" I said, "Well, I'm covering it. I'm covering it for you." He's like, "Yeah, but it's it, it is war. It is war." And this is another uh, example of uh, of mixing, a, um, you know, like a um, not a metaphor, but mixing a, an expression up. He said, it, 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 "It is not funny games. It is not funny games." In other words, fun and games, you know, it's supposed to be mm-hmm. right. But he said, "It's not funny right. games. It's not funny games. It is war. It is war." You know, don't don't go in. You know, like whatever, and um, and I said, no, no, I appreciate it, but I, I said, I, I don't think there's a lot of activity there, and I was right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and again, I got lucky. Um, you know, seven, you know, seven hours, maybe seven and a half hours later, they bombed. They didn't get me. Right? They missed me by seven. Oh, there, no. was, there was oh, seven and a half God. hours too late. But uh, I, I, I think they they probably nailed right where I was, and the reason they bombed it. You know, we found out later or we think we found out later is uh is because uh, uh they were these troops and it, probably some of the same troops that i saw right mm-hmm. I, I imagine they'd have to be yeah. um but uh they were they were getting 
supplies from the Polish side and bringing oh. them in. So that's why mm-hmm. they do bombing. I see. Oh my God, how harrowing! I mean, and you you didn't. Uh, I didn't hear. I, I don't know. Do you, I didn't see the. Right. You didn't hear. You know. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, uh, I think for the for the average person and the faint of heart, I think those uh, those experiences as you you just described would have been just unbearable. I mean, uh, bone chilling. Mm-hmm. To think, if you think about it, I mean, are you planning to um, to, to write anything about it? Um, I know you've shot some footage of refugees, yeah. um, but are you I, planning to put these experiences to paper? Yeah, well, I, I'll do that for sure. But I, I, I have a lot on reports. I, I did some Florida stations. I did the one Hannity mm-hmm. show. I did a Morano show a couple of times. I yes, I heard you on, on I heard you on one of his shows. Yeah. yeah, I did him a couple of times while I was over there and yeah. maybe right as mm-hmm. I landed and somewhere. And then uh, and then, you know, when maybe after I was uh, in the Ukraine and then I did uh, the local station here, uh, LI News Radio, I did two shows, the morning show and, and the uh, the uh, noon to two show. I did every single day for like six days. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I got a lot of that. But I, I, I'm planning on putting out a documentary. And, of course, we'll, uh, the proceeds from that will go to uh, go to refugee mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, and all that. I don't great. know, you know, who's, you know great. how much money is going to be made out of it. But, of course, uh, proceeds from that are going to go to, uh, you know, go to refugees. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I have I have enough, I think, for a very good documentary and i'll mm-hmm. yeah, i'll do a little writing on it and um and and see get my thoughts um you know again i didn't see russians i didn't see russian tr- uh, tanks um mm-hmm. uh, you know i didn't see shooting i didn't see bombings and i'm not saying it with big mm-hmm. disappointment i was going to go to belarus uh, i don't know if mm-hmm. i told you that but i was uh, i was planning mm-hmm. on going to belarus because that's where yeah. they were mm-hmm. launching from the russians yeah and a guy talked me out of it and he's uh, he, he was uh, again, Polish army. Uh, I got yeah. friendly with a, a bunch of these guys, and he said, in our conversations, he said, "You say that that the this ends with uh, with the death of Putin." He said, "Did you say that on radio?" And you know, because we were talking, I was talking to this one guy. Uh, his, his name was uh, Paolo, Paolo, or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, yeah, it was his first name, but I, I think he was the equivalent to a a captain. In our, uh, and I don't know if that's what he was there. And uh, anyway, but he said, "Do you say that? Do you say anything uh, uh, about the death of Putin?" And right. as we're going back and forth, I said, "Yeah, well, I said it, but I don't, I'm not saying I'm not encouraging it." He said, "It it doesn't matter." He said, "If if you go to Belarus, what can happen? What can happen is they could listen to what you've said, and if they think if they think there or the Russians think." that you are calling for the assassination of, mm-hmm. of Putin. Then they could hold you and who knows, imprison you or, uh, or mm-hmm. whatever. He said, but they're, they're doing it. And, and right before he's saying this to me, uh, the big news was that, they, uh, that the Belarus, uh, the, I think they're called Belarusians actually, but uh, mm-hmm. Belarusians, whatever you want to call them, but they, um, they were holding uh, journalist, and uh, they were holding a Polish journalist too. Uh, that that didn't make it over here for some reason, but there was a big talk that uh, that there was a journalist up there, and they were holding them, and they were, uh, you know, whatever. So they they scared me uh, out of that. I got scared, and I didn't go to Belarus. I was going to fly out mm-hmm. of Minsk, you know. Oh, and, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just fly home from there, and then this way I would have seen both sides, kind of. I would have seen, 
you know, Russian tanks, Russian troops. But there, you know, oh, and the one other point I want to make, and then, you know, uh, I'll yield to you on it. But um, I, and I, I don't know if I told you this, but I ran into mm-hmm. a guy and well, troops, you know, I ran into uh, troops and this was the broad daylight. I saw them come in. They they saw me and it was uh, it was the best explanation that I got. And I appreciated it very much. Um, but the, the head of these troops, whatever he was, sergeant or, you know, uh, I don't know, I think it was more than a corporal. But he came to me and he said that he said that a couple of days ago that his friend saw me. Now, this uh, will give you some indication of how few um, reporters are going into uh, the uh-huh. Ukraine and, and how few, if any others, were in, in the area I was. I didn't see them. I didn't see anybody uh-huh. in the Ukraine other than me. And uh, right. uh-huh. there was there were some Europeans at this one place. And I never got there. And I figured it's just loaded with journalists. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and I was going to get there one time, but I got caught up with, you know, with other things. But um, he said, he said, let me just explain. He, and I thought he was going to scold me, uh, you know, because I, I was trying to get footage of the of the troops because right. it's mm-hmm. very dramatic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought he was going to scold me. He said, here's here's why my friend, if he was a little um, and it's very broken English and I don't know how he said it exactly. But if he seemed he was upset with you, he wasn't. What the issue is, when you are pointing the camera, he said he has seven years and I have seven years of training. So we know, we, we know to look and that it's a camera. He, all of his guys never saw guns. None of his guys no. saw guns before two weeks ago. He said, and that's really? maybe one of the reasons he's so far out there. He said, and five of my guys here. So when you're pointing something, they might think you're causing harm to them. In other words, oh. like, do, do, is mm-hmm. it like a shoulder rocket? Launch, you know, what's my what's my camera? Is my camera a gun? Is it a uh, you know rocket launcher? Is it is it something like? So he was basically saying that I can get shot by some guy that thinks that I'm going to shoot him. And I thought that was mm-hmm. a really honest and a, a very yeah. you know like a very reasonable thing to say. And and I I promised him I said I won't you know I won't be you know taking film of 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 the troops he said yeah well he said for your good too and and our good um he said but that's that's why he said he didn't explain it uh Mm -hmm. he he said did he explain that to you and i said no he said well yeah he said but that's what his concern is is that one of his troops are going to misunderstand what you're doing right that's that's fascinating you know getting back to this uh uh, putin assassination uh Um, in, 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 in the last couple of days, um, and you may have heard this as well, um, several um, lawmakers—well, not several, but a handful of prominent ones. I mean, there are others we probably, you know, who voice the same concerns. Uh, most, most uh, glaringly uh, prominent is Lindsey Graham yes. of South Carolina, who have um, have called for the the takedown of Putin, the assassination of Putin, and, and Lindsey Graham made it very, uh, you know, he made it uh, very clear in no uncertain terms. Yes, somebody out in, in you know in the in the you know in the upper echelons has to come and take him out, you know, and of course the. The, the Russian government, you know, issued a, a defamatory statement saying, you know, that is the most irresponsible thing, damaging, you know, the, the, you know, the situation. And um, I, of course, the, you know, of course, the Biden administration, um, you know, did not like that either. They they voiced their, you know, they put their two cents in, and and people have been going back and forth, and and, and some 
some people, uh, some commentators, have said, "Yeah, why not? Let's 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 take them out. Somebody's got to do it. One of the generals, one of the you know maybe the oligarchs, you know, because they're really the oligarchs are really suffering. Yes, you know, and 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 you, if you've seen footage of them um, meeting in, in in assembly with Putin, you know, he's way at the other end of the hall, and they're they're sitting seated together because you know he's a, Putin's a germaphobe and he's worried about getting COVID or something, <laughs> and. And these poor oligarchs are, you know, in a scene out of a medieval um, woodcutting, <laughs> you know, they're they're paying homage to him. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it reminds me of the, you know, the, the you know, you've got the the uh, maybe you've got the king, pay, you know, paying homage to the the church or the or the or the uh, the vassals, you know. You know, paying homage to the right, exactly. It's just what it looks like. And these these oligarchs, and I'm not sympathizing with them. You know, they're 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 getting their yachts. I mean, these are mega yachts. We're not talking about your ordinary no, these average yacht. These are, no, yachts. these are mega yacht, mega yachts being seized, money being frozen. I mean, they're really suffering. These poor guys are suffering. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, it, it, but it, listen, what Lindsey Graham is saying, and I, again, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna try to be down the middle on it as as I can mm-hmm. because who knows, I might go back or maybe I'll go, you know. Oh really? But maybe you know, I might go back. Uh, really? What's there if I can get embedded or something like that? If somebody really, but I mean, it, I'm sure your wife is not very thrilled about no, that. Not. I don't know if you mentioned this no. to her, yeah, but somebody, somebody said, "Are you going back?" I said, "No, divorce attorneys cost a fortune," and uh, <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. But I, 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 I'm not in a hurry to go back. But you know, they, you never know. Oh. I mean, I, I could go back. So I don't want to be on record as saying I think it's a good idea or whatever. Yeah. But I, but right. I will say this: if that's going to happen. It's got to be somebody mm-hmm. he completely trusts because oh, he yes. doesn't have anybody around him that he doesn't trust completely because they're gonna, mm-hmm. they, they are going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's got to be somebody in the upper echelons. Maybe it's one of those top generals we saw who were sitting there you know, with those sour faces listening to Putin saying, well, I'm going to use the nuclear option. And they looked at each other. You could tell they thought either they were thinking this guy is insane or, or oh, my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, right? I, I didn't see that clip, but everybody talks about that. That yeah. the generals looked at each other like, "What?" Right? Like, what? What, uh... <laughs> what, what do you think? About the journalist, uh, and again, Melissa, I tell everyone is where she go uh, to watch the documentary. Um, what, what do you think about the woman? A uh, very brave, obviously, where she held up the sign. Uh, saying that uh, that that stop the war or something like that on TV. You, you must mm-hmm, yes, that, right? uh, yes, and I I think she is. Is she still alive? She's alive. Amazingly enough, she's alive. Um, mm-hmm. But there, she's concerned that they're going to charge her with criminal charges. And oh my! Yeah, of course. I think you could bet on that one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely! I mean, it's just. And she took. She went out on a limb. And she thought about it. And she said, "No, I can't live with myself if I just." Stand by and let this happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought maybe even the last time we spoke, I was thinking that this is the third world war, that the mm-hmm. second, you know, everyone that talks about a no-fly zone, uh, look, Biden, and and I'm the last person to to defend President Biden, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not a big support. I didn't vote for him, right? Uh, I I'm not, uh, you know, hey, Biden's, you know, I'm not like that at all. But here's the thing, he's in an impossible situation. If oh, he is. The second you say no fly zone, and the second you shoot down a Russian jet, it's World mm-hmm. War Three. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what he and uh, Secretary Blinken and uh, no matter what you want to say about him, uh, Defense Secretary uh, Lloyd Austin are trying to do. They're trying to they're trying to walk a tread a fine line. Yeah. And they they have no choice. And I think yeah. Biden, I think President Biden is listening to his generals. You know, he he's not a maverick. You know, he's not some no. guy that's gone off on you know, off the deep end. He's not Trump. He's not going to tweet things. He's not going to do that. He's going to listen to whoever uh, he's supposed to be listening to. So again, what we're what we're trusting here is we're trusting that he is going to listen to uh, military people and uh, and generals, and they don't want to know fly zone, right? They uh, mm-hmm. they they don't know. They don't want us shooting down Russian jets, right? And they right. want Ukraine to fight this their way out of this. So your thoughts on all exactly. That? Exactly. And then I've heard some people say, uh, and you may feel that this is this, this reeks of isolationism, that uh, it's not our business. It's not our war. We have to worry about our borders. And yes, it's horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. When you watch the footage, when you see the pictures in, in, in the newspaper, when you go online, if you get your news on Facebook or wherever, you know, it, it's horrific. The images are horrific. The people are, are being, uh, they're, they're being slaughtered. You know, now women, children, um, pregnant women are being targeted in hospitals i mean it's just it's awful and 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 yes there are people who are going to you know draw the parallels between putin and hitler uh czechoslovakia and 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 uh and you know the other cities ukraine yes and and uh, but there are those who say you know what um is it worth risking a you know a, a possible um an escalation that could be uh, that one from from which we can't return um, no point a point of no return is it worth that yeah right i mean that's uh, you know that's the issue i mean there was a th- there was a five-day period there and it um i yeah i don't know that it coincided the, with the days that i was in ukraine i think it was um i think it was you know before and after but there was a there was a string of days where i felt that um, that it's inevitable, and and I, I you know, I uh, a very depressing thought that yes, this is terrible what the refugees are going through, and uh, they're a lot like us. I mean, they look like you, or they look like my wife. They yeah, look like they, right. These are nice people. I mean, these are real, right. These are people that you'd see in the in the mall or at the tennis yes. club or at, uh, at right going to work on the train, yep. going in the street and the stores exactly, and, and they. You know they have they, they they have daily lives they they have they have purposes in life they have children they have you know uh, parents elderly parents they have you know, they have their own issues that's just as we we have yeah so I mean when it comes when it comes down to it I was thinking the worst I was thinking uh, the least optimistic situation in the world and um, and now I'm kind of thinking I don't know maybe maybe some of these economic sanctions will will pressure. Um, the people around Putin to do something. Uh, I know at this point they can't even go grocery shopping because there, there's no ATMs and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, we've right. gummed up the works on them financially. And again, maybe there's there's a situation. But let me ask you the big question before we go. Again, Melissa, I tell Juran.com, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, think about this for a second. All right, this is, I, I guess, the, the big question. Is there... Any chance that the Ukrainians, uh, that the Ukrainians, um, hold this off, and they're able to maintain this, 
and uh, and because they're going to have to do it with help from us. Uh, and mm-hmm. when I say us, the, the free world, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they're going to mm-hmm. do it from help from us, but without us specifically fighting, without a no-fly zone. Uh, is there any way you could see in your mind the Ukrainians winning this thing? Well, but the Russians were supposed to take this over in, what, what less than a week? Yeah. But they, it's been going on now for over three weeks. Because uh, they're you, you know because um, Zelensky you know wants to keep fighting and he's and they they you know they've tried to put you know stave off the the Russians but I I don't know it's an it's an uphill battle you know the the Russian army and they've 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 made some blunders too and um, Biden promised um, what was it eight hundred million dollars if I'm yeah, mistaken yeah. aid yeah almost a billion. Yes, an aid. Now, if there's some way that, uh, now, of course, we could, you could go back. You can play, you know, Monday morning quarterback and say, well, why didn't he do this? He saw this coming. Biden saw this coming in, back in November or whatever. Um, why didn't he start ferrying the, the anti, you know, um, the anti-missile systems or the other weapons? The, um, I don't know if it's a, was, was it a tomahawk? I don't know. I'm not very fluent in, you know, in uh, militaries. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, missiles and there's uh, I know there's the switchblade. Uh, rocket, yes. Yes. Uh, rocket, mm-hmm. the shoulder. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. So why didn't why didn't they why didn't the Biden administration act on that? Why didn't they start you know, doing it secretly if they had an you know an inkling of of what was to come? But I think I mean if if they could just get this you know, through other channels, you know maybe non non-NATO channels, you know, uh, in neutral channels, it would be okay. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, Zelensky, you know, he keeps saying, you know, he's, he's pleading with the world. And, and, and in fact, he thinks it's beyond a pleading. I think it's it's more of a of a, a offering and making an ultimatum. If you don't do this, we're going to end up in Holocaust. We're going to end up in World War Three. Maybe World War Three's already begun, and we're not. What are you doing? Yeah. You've got to help us. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. So, yeah, so um, it's complicated. Yeah, that's right. That's you exactly it. Facebook, when when somebody's in a relationship, but they're not in a relationship, mm-hmm. there's a there's a uh, there's a status called it's complicated. Yes, there was a movie. There was a Meryl Streep <laughs> movie with with uh, with uh, who was in there? Um, uh, Jack Nicholas was in. Uh, Nicholson was in that. Yes, Jack Nicholson was in that too. Yes, it's complicated. It's complicated. I think that was. I was in Meryl Streep, or was it? Or was it um, uh, uh, what's her name? The one, the actress from Annie Hall. I I, I, I know her. Keaton. No, that, that was, yes, that was something else. Unless they did two together, I think that was. I don't know. Uh, it, they were so similar. As, uh, uh, you know, something like that. You know, the other one. Oh no! So, oh, I know. No, I think it was Meryl Streep, and I think Alec Baldwin was in it too. Yeah. Or I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting confused all with these. But it's complicated, right? I mean, yes. yeah. Yes, that was the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. But it's it's right on with this situation. It is complicated. It's yes. uh, you know anyone that has you know uh, uh, saying they have the definitive answers for everything or whatever. God bless mm-hmm. them. But uh, for me, it is complicated, and I don't, no, I don't sure. know all the answers yet. And uh, and you know, like I was over there, and I, and I still feel like I don't. I, I've only seen a, a portion of the picture, but I know what the people are feeling over there. They're uh, they're mm. they're thinking. That this is the third world war, and yeah. um, I, I'm just uh, I'm just hoping and praying that it's not. Yeah, yeah. We went, we're we're nervous over here too, in the states, and uh, we just we're I'm I'm glad you're back home, 
and that you 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 know you 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 really went got through it like a trooper you know and and I don't, I don't know if this is your first time in a you know a war zone yeah. it is yeah i think you did a, a marvelous job i don't know i don't know what i would have done you know you, you you didn't have gps in the car and you're relying on your phone and you're you're running into soldiers and you, and and they tell and, and and another person's telling you this car is you better say you stole the car or something crazy like that <laughs> admit it admit it it's, it's better for all of us i don't see how that could have been better <laughs> i don't know, you know oh well those guys maybe but yeah yeah but, right. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, and, and Slovenia, uh, it was mm -hmm. after the war was o supposedly mm -hmm. over. But I, I, I had then a little. Uh, uh, that's a long story. But I had a little run in with uh, a soldier slash uh, oh. uh, cop uh, there, and it was uh, you know. But it was uh, it was not recommended travel. I I traveled there anyway, um, uh -huh. and and the guy was saying it's a war zone, but uh, the the war had been over. For six months, uh, you know, officially over, but I guess there was still just um, desperation. Oh. The Slovenians uh, uh, didn't mm -hmm. do well, and uh, and they were frustrated, and it wasn't kind of lawless and and conductor. And it's it's a long story, but um, but that's my only other experience. But I'll tell you what, uh, you know, it was more dangerous, and and mm -hmm. you know, I, I won't uh, I, I won't go into all of this now, but uh, Central America. You know, when I was in Central America, I. I, you know, I was, uh, uh, you know, detained at, at uh, the Nicaraguan-Honduras uh, border. Wow. Um, oh, boy. And, yeah, and I had all kinds of trouble. I had, uh, you know, the the Central American situation to me seemed a lot more dangerous than this, but I was over there in the early, early part of the war. You know, this was, this is uh -huh. still early part. Uh, now it's getting crazier, and I wasn't in any of the major cities um, that uh, that the the Russians are in and uh, and currently bombing. So. Oh boy, but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean also your your little your your sojourn in Cuba when you were yeah. filming over there that was uh, some of those tales were really. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that yeah that that that's different, you know. All, those that part of the world, uh, Latin America, and and again, I I love the people there. They're wonderful people. Mm -hmm. but, uh, the governments are are terribly corrupt, right. and yeah. uh, and they're very you know very scary. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, you know, to me, uh, this was less scary. But uh, again, maybe now, maybe at this point, mm -hmm. um, I've been out of the Ukraine. What for, you know, I mean, I've been out of Europe for only a couple of days, but I've been out of the U Ukraine for almost a week now, or or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And uh, I have a feeling that it's much worse now than when I yeah. was there. So. It could be oh, a very, 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 uh, very sad situation, and and uh, you know, it's you know we we think about you know we I think we we just can't realize how how life just changes, you know, like like the flick of a switch. Yeah. And, you know, we, we weren't living through these events, and now here we are, and these poor people, some of whom are no longer with us, are, uh, have endured such hell. You know, I have a woman on, on uh, video, and, and it was at one of the crossings, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but she, she was uh, a Ukrainian living in the U.K. for the last couple of years. She came back to get her young grandchildren, and she showed me them. Mm -hmm. In fact, they even had the same clothes in the picture. But she shows me, and, and I have it on, mm -hmm. on video— um, she is showing me the uh, the pictures. I'll send it to you, Melissa, and, okay. and we'll post it somewhere so uh, listeners could uh, could could watch it. But she was explaining to me how 
on January 14th, and you see like Christmas decorations, like uh-huh. in the background, right? But on January right. 14th was the last time she saw them, and they had no idea that that come yeah. February yeah. 24th that they would be dealing uh-huh. with this. You know, that seems to be the start date. Uh, you know, some say February yeah. 20th, some say February 24th. But, yeah, I hear a lot of February 24th, yeah. Yeah, February 24th, 4 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a Thursday, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that's when the bombings uh, were heard. But I got some eerie conversations with people on tape. Again, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get back to it, uh, and I get through with, uh, uh, you know, shows today. Then I'm, I'm gonna get on on this and try to uh, get some things edited, and and I'll be able to show, you know, everyone listening here, uh, from me and Melissa, you know, to uh, to show uh, what I saw over there on behalf of the show. Anyway, Melissa, uh, stay oh. safe, and I feel safe. Thank you. And have a good yes. week. And, uh, and Cuomo, let's keep an eye on Cuomo. The next yes. time we talk, we'll, we may yes. even know if he's running or not. That's right. That'll be a great diversion from uh, yeah. <laughs> from all this. And I, I don't know when, where it's all going to end, and, and we just have to you know, rest our faith in, in God, I suppose. Yeah, that's and, what it is. I mean, pray. Yeah. Pray that this thing yeah. doesn't turn into World War Three, and mm-hmm. pray that there's... Uh, you know that that I, I think Albert Einstein said it, he said I don't know mm-hmm. what um, what World War Three will be what weapons will be used in World War Three but he said I'll tell you what and I'm paraphrasing what weapons will be used in World War Four uh, uh, stones and and, uh, and sticks and, bats stones. and sticks and yeah right, you know something along those lines and uh, and he's right because uh, we're gonna we're gonna be bombed back to the Stone Age if, uh, yeah. if this happens right well it's a very that's a sobering thought. It's a depressing thought, and and um, we just have to hope that uh, cooler minds prevail. That somehow or other, um, the, the tide turns uh, in favor of peace. Yeah, absolutely. Melissa, thank you, and to everyone uh, out there, you, Frank. thank yes, you very much for everyone. listening each and every mm-hmm. week. And um, and and Melissa and I will be back. Uh, in a couple of days, actually, and in a couple of days, a shortened week for us, and mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll be talking to everybody again real soon. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Go to melissaitelljuren dot com, and we'll let you know real soon where you could watch these documentaries on TV and much much more. Signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa I Tell Juren Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.